and welcome to episode number 62. Already. I, I mean, every time we say this, it just kind of gets crazier and crazier. Like, we, we've done, this is the 62nd podcast that we've done, John. Almost going on year and three quarters. Yeah. Well, coming up on two years, I mean, if, I mean, in two years, that's really not a lot, I guess. Oh. You know, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, there are some people out there with, I mean, they're on episode two, three, four thousand. Yeah, we need to catch up. Yeah, we we will. <laughs> we'll, we'll catch up in due time, though. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah in due quality. time for sure. Yeah, quality over over quantity for sure. Right. And uh, today's podcast is definitely going to be a uh, quality podcast. And John, I'll let you go ahead and introduce our guest for today. Yes, the importance of her job is is uh, I can't even describe how important it is. Uh, today we have Director of Kirk County Environmental Health Department, Miss Ashley batters thank you for coming miss ashley thank y'all yeah welcome to the podcast today it's a privilege to be here all right so uh the kerr county environmental health department what is that uh you know to to me out there i don't even know what what the kerr county environmental uh health department so wow that's offensive michaela i'm just saying i just i just don't (laughs) it's okay I yeah. was there with you nine years ago because I didn't even know it existed nine years ago until um, I had graduated college at UTSA and got my degree in environmental science. And I was looking for a job and I was applying for all these different jobs in the major city. And I was living in Harper, Texas, and I commuted for three years when I was obtaining my degree at um, UTSA. And um, anyways, happened to go into an orthodontist uh, office here in town. And she's like, oh, Ashley, what do you do for a living? I was like, well, I just graduated college. I'm looking for a job and I have a degree in environmental science. She's like, oh, have you tried out? Have you looked into Kirk County Environmental Health Department? I was like, I didn't even know that department exists. Mm. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. And so anyway, she's like, yeah, I know the director, Ray Garcia. So she gave me the information. And that afternoon I left and I went onto a computer and looked it up. And I was, they actually had a job opening. Very rare, very, very rare that we ever have any job openings in that office, that department. And so I applied and the very next day I went and took my resume and application and uh, they made me take a test and uh, it was it was mostly math and uh, conversions and, and things that I was very familiar with while I was obtaining my degree in environmental science. It was stuff that I was kind of used to looking at. Fresh out of college. Yes, fresh out of college. And so anyways... Um, I was awarded the job uh, coming up on nine years in June. And uh, yeah, I've been there ever since. And uh, yeah, it's a great job and a great department. So, but going, answering your question about what is OSSF and what what do we do there? Um, so we are the, I'm a designated representative for uh, the on-site sewage facility. And my job is I hold a certificate with the state of Texas, with TCEQ, Texas Commission on Environmental Quality, to implement the rules and regulations for the on-site sewage facility for the authorized agent. And the authorized agent is uh, Kerr, Kerr County. So, Why is that so important? Why do they even care about um, the you know, sewage quality and, and, and what people do with their sewage? Well, sewage, you know, it's uh, it contains pathogens, which are, you know, um, waterborne diseases. And so we got to make sure that it's properly treated before it goes back out into the environment or. No. Go ahead. Is this the, you know, you're with Kerr County, mm-hmm. uh, Kerr County Environmental Health Department. So do you regulate anything in the city 
or is it all just the county? Well, there are septic systems in city limits, and we are their authorized agent. So you are, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So are they just grandfathered in, or can you? Are they building new ones, digging uh, new septic systems in the in city? the city limits? Not as much as the county, you know, because septic system is a convenient solution for people who do not have access to municipality wastewater or central sewer. Mm-hmm. So you know, then your other option is a septic system. So. That's really. That's yeah. really it. That's yeah. really it. And so that's where your wastewater is treated on site. You know, so. So with septic systems, I, I mean, there there can be some things to go wrong. Oh, yeah. With these septic systems. And I'm sure, you know, after doing this for nine years, I, I'm, I'm sure you've seen some pretty crazy scenarios. I've seen a lot. It's been fun. It's been a fun journey. Um, yes. Actually, um, yeah, so these systems, they do have a lifespan, you know, like everything has a lifespan. And depending on how they were maintained and properly cared for, um, typically these systems can range anywhere from 30 to 40 years. I mean, I have one that's... I mean, that's a long life. It's a long life uh, for for a septic, you know. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so... um, But I'll tell you a funny story. When I was um, first new at the job, it was like two months in and we get a complaint and um, we, we go to this, uh, this property, go investigate. And uh, these people had a septic system that was old and it was failing. And so it was surfacing um, at the tank and I guess it started backing up in their house. So their solution was, well, let's just disconnect the plumbing from their septic tank and just have it discharge onto the surface of the ground. Oh, and so no. the, the sewage start running to the neighbor's property. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it was it was horrible. It was. Then we're gonna go take a long shower. <laughs> there you go. Flush yeah. that thing out. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm oh, laughing about it, but it was gosh. actually really, really nasty. And so, um, I mean, but, just imagine that you have a property or something out there, and you pay—I mean, you pay top dollar for hill country properties. Yes. You know, these properties out here are extremely expensive. So, you, so. You uh, pay top dollars for one, top dollar for one of these properties. Next thing you know, you got you got your neighbor's uh, uh, sewage. Yeah, sewage. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was running through every word I could think of. That, yeah, you got your neighbor's sewage running on your property. I mean, especially if you like to like run in the grass and bare feet or something. That, right. uh, that probably exactly. wouldn't be the best case. Or if you have pets and your yeah, pets and, go trampling trampling on it and, yes. and they, come they, in and bring it in the house. Like so. I know somebody that has a dog that sniffs their dog's feet. Every time the dog comes in the house. Why? Because he doesn't want the dog to track anything in the house. So he sniffs the dog's feet to make sure that the dog's feet. But I mean, just imagine that your dog goes out and the next thing you know, I mean, that's disgusting. I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty nasty. It so, is. And yeah. so you're bringing other people's sewage and even your own sewage, you know, which, you know, it's, um, it's just dirty. Imagine so. trying to sell the house next door to that house. <laughs> right. Well, right. they got it in compliance. <laughs> that, that's part of the reason why we exist. So going back, let's just start talking a little bit about the history of where OSSF came from. So the rules and regulations haven't really been around that long. They they didn't get implemented statewide until 1989. Mm. Okay. Yes. So they're kind of still new. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And they're still, I mean, it's, it's changing as, as, you know, Texas changes and we get different uh, things that come that change, uh, like, for example, RVs, um, commercial properties that require septic mm. you know uh, it the industry changes with it so um, 
as it as it should right yeah, and adapt and uh, you know because uh situations do change you yes. know and, and sometimes i mean if you build a stadium most stadiums are on city water i would imagine right mm-hmm. and in most places i mean are and nobody even really thinks about this are there any stadiums that have a septic system uh well we like not not in Kirk County, I mean, but we do have some commercial properties that do, like Gravity Check. They're on a, um, they have their own septic system. Mm, yeah, um, we have uh, what, the Wyndham Resort there, and between Ingram and Hunt. Yeah, they're all. And that's on a septic. pretty large property. Yes. Yeah. Condominiums out there. Um, the Hunt's ISD is on a septic system. Wow. Out, so. Yeah, because there's no city water in Hunt. Yeah, so they have to be. Or city sewer, central sewer. Yeah, Yeah. city sewer. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. The whole school. The whole school. Ingram ISD used to be on septic um, years ago. And then when they had that wastewater uh, project come through, they were able to connect to central sewer. Is there a limit on number of, of, I mean, can, can you reach your quota in the city? We don't. We don't county? really have a quota. Basically, um, anything that produces less than five thousand gallons per day on a single tract of land falls in our jurisdiction. If it's going to okay. produce any more than that, then it goes through the state of Texas, and they have to obtain a permit through the state of Texas TCQ. I mean, I would. Say, I would think there'd be a pretty complex uh, system for mm-hmm. over five thousand gallons a day. That's a lot of water. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We're talking yeah. about you know anything that four thousand gallons. You know, I've seen some that are like right up the cusp of being 5,000 gallons per day. So you're going to be dealing with, you know, engineers who are designing these um, wastewater treatment plants. And in uh, certain camps, a lot of the camps are all on septic, too. So, yeah, yeah those, that makes sense. And so, you know, usually their peak flows are going to be in the summertime when they have the campers and stuff. And so um, it's it can get a little technical when it comes to designing those systems and stuff. But so let's say that there was a let's say there was a system out there that you know was undetected for let's say five let's say ten years okay and, and uh, there there was no uh, let's say there was no Kerr County Environmental Health Department and the system was not set up properly and the the it just flowed anywhere in the environment over over ten years what what kind of damage would that cause to our environment if if something like that happened. Well, let's just hope there's nobody nearby and so nobody gets, you know, um, cross-contaminated with wastewater. But over time, um, you know, it, it can affect your soils, Your if there's any streams nearby, you know, river creeks, mm. um, you know, then it can affect the water quality to those uh, tributaries. Uh, groundwater as well. Um, if there's a nearby well, then you can contaminate a, a well, which, you know, most people in the rural areas have, you know, private water wells. And yeah. That. So have yeah. you seen that happen? No, I'm no. not. That's good. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. I mean, most, it's more likely to happen with shallow wells though, okay. which are, you know, anywhere less bef- between a hundred and 200 feet, I would think. Cause most of our, our wells are drilled into the Trinity aquifer, which are about 400 feet deep. So it's pretty deep. So you have a lot of responsibility on your hands. We do. Um, what, what are the highs and lows of your position? Oh, well, the highs is I, I get to meet a lot of people, a lot of homeowners. I get to go on a lot of private properties and see some really, really remote and beautiful places of this county. And I'm just, I love that. And I, 
I love people and I love connecting with people and, and helping people. And so I really enjoy, um, you know, serving the public in that aspect and helping homeowners, you know, making sure that they're getting the proper system that's going to hopefully last them for the next 50 years or so, mm-hmm. you know. Um, also, uh, the lows is, well, is, is usually when it comes to enforcement, you know, when we're having to um, making sure that homeowners or property owners are bringing their septic system into compliance. If it's a serious health issues, um, you know, it poses a threat to the public health. Um, but usually we can bring those into compliance pretty fast. Um, we have a pretty good team and set up in our, in our uh, department. And we have a couple environmental health deputies who help assist us if needed. Good. Yeah. I'm sure it's not easy to tell somebody they have to change something on their own property. Um, it, it can be, it, it really depends on how you, you know, um, explain it to them, Yeah. you know, and, and sometimes a lot of those homeowners know, especially if it's like raw sewage on the ground, they know they're in the wrong smell and they don't want to live like that either. Yeah. You know, so, um, it, it really comes down to financial, you know, um, that they may not have the finance to improve them. And, or bring it in compliance or upgrade it, you know, because it is a costly um, improvement. Yeah, septic now, what, system. What, what happens if they, let's say that somebody doesn't have the finances, like you go out there on their property and uh, there's, it's just not passing anything. Um, they don't have the finances to fix it. What, what happens at that point? Well, it really depends on the situation. Um, if, it's, if it poses a threat to the human health and to the public, like raw sewage, you know, we make sure that they are getting it pumped out. We try to, um, we explain to them that they need to reduce their water at home. Like maybe go to laundromat, get a porter potty, uh, try not to use any water that's going to cause the tank to surface while they're saving up to um, upgrade the system. Mm. Um, but uh, there are some. So you're not, you're not just like, that system's not working. This property is condemned. You can't come back on this property until it's fixed. No, we're, we're, no. I mean, typically, you know, when we go out to any property, it's usually because we get a complaint. You know, somebody from the public calls us and it's like, hey, got this smell or I see the sewage, you know, running. And so, mm -hmm. you know, we respond to that. So, you know, when Ashley shows up, if Ashley shows up, just, just know that she's not there to cause you, create you problems. She's there to help you. That's safety. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I can't believe that. So, you ever come across uh, anybody still using outhouses or, you know, like their own rigged Rubies. up systems? Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. In fact, I uh, just had one recently and um, I got a complaint about it. And anyways, I went out there. They were a really sweet couple and they were compliant. And I gave them E for effort because, you know, the husband's like, yeah, I made my own septic tank and I put concrete on the bottom and made them plastic. And I was like, oh, I was like, well, sir, like, I'm sorry to tell you this, but um, this is not allowed by state law. That's an unauthorized system and they have to be designed a certain way. They have to be Mm. stamped off by P. These septic tanks, you know, you just can't go, you know, makeshifting your own, your home, homemade septic tank. So. Anyways, I was like, yeah, you're gonna have to abandon that and get it pumped out by a license bumper. So anyways, he was really nice. And, you know, I gave him 30 days and it was good, though, in the end. So they understood. But uh, yeah. Uh, And then occasionally we get some people who have a privy 
and they i had a really funny situation uh, uh, that where this person was composting their own waste and then i guess using it in their garden and uh, i, I, I it, was, it was all hearsay and i was like oh my gosh i hope they're not sharing that produce yeah, i don't want none of those tomatoes <laughs> no. Actually, you, don't, think twice. <laughs> you don't want to get acclimated oh man yeah. you know they do that in north korea um i listened to a podcast the most powerful podcast i've ever listened to it's uh, Joe Rogan interviewing uh, Nyanomi Parker. She escaped from North Korea, and it really gave me a perspective on how good we have it. But anyways, she was talking about, you know, the North Koreans, they, they have it so bad, they don't eat too much, so they don't go, they don't, you know, poop a lot. And when they do, it's like once or twice a month. And, and when they do, it's a tax by the, the, the Communist Party of North Korea to collect the feces, and if they don't collect the feces and give it to the state, they will be punished eight generations. <gasps> eight generations. Like eight generations. Eight generations. Yeah, check this That's podcast cool. out. It is the most life-changing podcast I've ever heard, and I've heard hundreds. But anyways. Um, eight generations. Eight generations. Your cousin and then yeah. his cousin, and they will all be whipped publicly mm. if not like you'll be killed and then they'll be beat like it's really it's real and it's happening right now all for their poop all for their poop so they use it to they use it to fertilize um their food and then uh they catch diseases through over fertilizing because there's not a lot of food in north korea mm-hmm. and and uh it, it's i don't know why my mind went over there but it's just crazy how you know it kind of you said they fertilize their their food with that but it, it's it's real and uh yeah check that so podcast sad. out it, yeah. it's the most powerful one i've ever heard y'all check it out too really now we're talking about this and it made me kind of think about you know that's human but what about animal uh, are there, is there anything that you have to deal with 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 uh an- animals uh not so much i mean we do um have a couple of veterinarian clinics that are on septic system and so yeah. You know, uh, domestic just, wastewater. Wastewater is a domestic wastewater, which considered animal is, is yeah. a part of that category as well. So, um, but not very much. Um, like uh, anybody with like a bunch of cows or something. Uh, is mm-hmm. there any, are there any environmental factors from, from, from that that, that you all ever have to deal with or anything? Um, no. I, one occasion that I dealt with a few years ago was um, there was this owner who had, um, I guess, a cattle were or in sheep and pigs and he kept them you know in those gates it was like a barn and mm-hmm. anyways he had those uh drains at the bottom of the flooring so where he was like cleaning his uh the floors and the fecal matter it all got washed into a tank and then that tank eventually um once the wastewater went in there he had a pipe and it was discharging to a dry creek Oh no! And so, oh, so we did okay. respond to. So we do respond to any direct discharge as well. So it's not just septic. Um, we responded to an oil spill um, just recently that we had. They just um, it was actually an asphalt. They just redid a driveway or a parking lot. I mean, and um, it re- had some heavy rain after that, and it all collected into this like detention pond and made it all murky and then some of it got on junction highway so we responded to that as well and then we usually contact the state in those matters tcq and they'll send an investigator out for that and uh, make sure we get the person responsible for that um, to bring it in compliance and clean it up so yeah i bet you've heard every single joke that could you know about 
Like you've set me up three times and I've had to bite my tongue. I'm like, no, this is serious. Oh, John. you should I'm say like, a joke. Uh, well, you said you said uh, into the creek, and I was like, well, up shit creek. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, you were talking about, and not, I don't know if this is true or not. So you're talking about fertilizer with cows. I heard that the male cow, the bull, that their poop isn't worth anything. Like it doesn't fertilize anything, and that's where the term bullshit came from. Oh, yeah, I heard. Really? Yeah, I cool. I heard it. I don't yeah. know. Don't quote me on that. Don't sue me, bro. But like I heard it. So maybe you know we gotta. That would make sense, though. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you really think about that, it, it really would make sense. That yeah, that term would would mean that. I mean, other. I mean, well, why else would we say it? it right. Somewhere. Yeah, they say that yeah. it does nothing good for the plants or the soil or anything. That's why it's just, it, you know, it's just like breaks apart. So it's just the female cows. So it's, that's where the term came from. I think. I think. Like how do they how do they know the difference? So like when right. they, when you they taste go, it, you, you can oh, taste oh, the that's difference. True. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I mean you're right though. Your produce will have a different taste oh. depending on how it's being nourished. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, we used worm castings and bat castings, guava. You know, you can buy it at the plant house. That nice fancy bag of fertilizer. The guano is that what? It, yeah, yeah, it's like the. Man, I haven't heard that name for a, that, that word for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when nature calls, you bumblebee tuna. <laughs> yeah, man, that's you know. All jokes aside, your the role you play in in the county is is uh you can't you can't put I mean you can't put a price on it. Yeah, extremely mm-hmm. important. You know, very important. Uh, we, I mean, this it, it keeps our county clean and it yes. keeps our. What are some health issues that can happen if if septic systems were, were just overflowing and mm. there was sewage everywhere? I mean, what are some health issues that people would be looking at from well, this? Well, you know, wastewater contains the characteristics of wastewater. You know, you have viruses, bacteria, some that are disease-causing pathogens, uh, protozoans, which are parasites, rotifers, nematodes, um, algae. So, you know, it, it can affect the human health, you know, obviously, especially kids, uh you know, typically kids that are 12 years and younger, you know, are more prone to getting sick with these uh, wastewater uh, diseases. Mm. Um, and uh, it's also a lot of households. We um, some people use toxic chemicals like, you know, cleaning agents and stuff that can affect the environment. Um, wastewater also contains nutrients like phosphorus and nitrates and stuff. And so, you know, too much of those nutrients can cause like you know, affect our water quality, you know, especially if it gets into the streams called algal blooms, which, you know, affects the fish. Mm. Um, and so, you know, it, it poses a health on, you know, the human and the environment. So do the, do the septic systems, uh, solve a hundred percent of the issue? I mean, like if, if it's a properly installed septic system, is it completely contained with that, with a septic system or, or can there still be issues? Well, with- uh, um, it depends on the insulation and making sure that hopefully that the installer did, um, you know, did it correctly. And then once they backfill it and everything, and uh, once it's in use, you know, making sure that the homeowners are maintaining it properly, depending on the types of systems. You know, it's so unique about Kerr County is that we have almost every type of method disposal that exists out there, you know, because there's two types. There's anaerobic and aerobic. So anaerobic, you're not going to have air. So it's going to be your conventional standard system that you see. You know, you have a standard tank and then you have a drain filled with either a leach line of lateral or pipe and gravel or leaching chambers. 
And then you have like an aerobic, which is going to have like an air compressor, an aerator that treats the wastewater. And it's either dispersed on the ground through sprinklers or through drip. Um, so there's different methods. Wow. Um, we have also low pressure dosings. We have ET beds. And, and that's what's so unique about our county because we see a lot. And when I talk to these other DRs from other counties, you know, they only see like one or two types and that's it. And that's usually aerobic or standard. And so it kind of helps us uh, challenge us, you know, when we're because, you know, you have to apply different uh, um, calculations and stuff when you're reviewing these plans. I only thought it was just the the. I guess anaerobic, just mm-hmm. a basic tank with a leach field. And- yeah, no, it really depends on your site, your features, your land features and your soil classification, which determines the type of system that um, the, the treatment and the, the disposal. So on the aerobic, so it, the, the wastewater then gets dispersed out on the surface. Yes, and so and it goes through a, a treatment process. So it it, yeah, okay. yes, it has to be treated. And the idea is is that you know these are tested through NSF and uh, before they are put on the market for to be sold in Texas. So they have to go through a lot of testing, and then um, once they get approved by the authorized or uh, the executive director, which is TCQ, um, then they can be sold in the state of Texas, and um, they are supposed to be designed to where they treat up to 99% of wastewater, like all, any diseases and stuff. So, I mean, yeah. that's huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. Wow. And, and I guess, uh, what do they call the aerobic? The, the aerobic septic system, mm-hmm. would that be, I'm just taking a guess here, that would be for people that don't have, I guess, is there too much density in the ground? There, there's no a lot of rock, a lot of rock. Typically, let's say your house is up on a hill, which everybody wants to be on a hill. Hill country, you, yeah. Yeah, hill country, yeah. you get the view, mm-hmm. and you got all that limestone. And you got to hammer it out. And so, you know, you don't got soil because, you know, soil plays a tremendous treatment in when it comes to those conventional type systems. And so when when you're up on those hills and you just got solid rock, well, you got to have to treat your wastewater Mm -hmm. and you don't got soil there because it's mostly rock. So that's typically when you're going to see like an aerobic type system. I forget that soil's alive, you know. Mm -hmm. It's got microorganisms. It's got air. You know, and depending on the classification of your soil, you know, because two characteristics of soil is porosity and permeability. So your porosity, you know, is like how the water can move through the soil. And then your permeability is based on how much it can hold and, go, you know, and gets filtered. And so anyways, yeah. I'm learning today. (laughs) Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. Really? So let's say somebody out there is building a septic system. they, They don't know if what they're doing is meeting the standard. Do they con- can they contact you or do they contact yeah the absolutely installer or, or how does that um well it depends like you know we work with a lot of realtors in our community so if it's like a realtor transaction like for a sale then you know the buyer the seller they have to contact their own professional and and have them come and inspect it to make sure that it's um gonna pass inspection that's what we and, did <clears throat> and we had it pumped too yes and have it pumped that's good and so you know, usually their profession will let them know, like, okay, it's still operating and it's not creating a nuisance, so you can still, you know, manage it and, and you know, carry on. Um, and then, um, but yeah, typically these systems, you know, that are in existence from prior to 1989, they can still be operating just as long as they're not creating a public health nuisance. And then, okay, if so so to be clear on that, so uh, you're talking about a 50 year life on a lot on these newer systems is what the what the goal is, right? To get a 50 year life out of these newer systems. The the older systems before 1989, 
they could be 100 years old, I guess, right? If they're grandfathered in, they're uh, not maybe. causing an issue. I don't know. Mine's from the 70s, and it got clay pipe, and thankfully it's still working. So that's like 40, over 40 years old, almost 50. Um, so you're, you're getting up on that. I am. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, mine's 89, and th- that's the reason why I, I, I wanted uh, Ashley on was because I, I, the process of, of buying a home and now, you know, that I'm, that's going to be my new profession. It's just, it's so important. Yeah, you know, it is. Yeah, you want to make sure. Yeah. You yeah. know, how, how, how healthy is it? How old is it? Is it full? I mean, what's the condition? You don't, you don't know. And, and you have to get it inspected. And if it's, it, you know, you have to get it pumped if you need it pumped. And there's really right. no way around it. You got to, you got to. You got to get it done. And you got to be mm-hmm. responsible. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's the big thing. And, right. and you got to make sure that you take care of it, I'm sure. Right? I mean. Yes, absolutely. Homeowners have a responsibility of maintaining those septic systems. So, yes, it's very important that they, um, you know, a lot of these people come from the city. So they don't know what a septic system right. is. They're like, know? all right, we're moving out to this property <laughs> out right. here. It's in the county. We're out of the city tax zone or whatever. We're in the county. And now, uh-huh. now you got a septic system to deal with. And Yeah. And, yeah, I know. I just I remember when I was uh, uh, when I just started going to UTSA in 2010 that fall, and I was taking an environmental science class, and we started talking about wastewater and talking about the difference between a septic and municipality. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I live out in Harper on a ranch, and I have a septic tank." I was like, "I had no idea," and wow. I had been living there for like four months before I realized that. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so glad." That I learned that because then I knew not what to put down the drain or yeah. flush down the toilet, you know, so. You think that's the average person's mindset before you learned? Right. Yes. They, they, they just, don't know? They just flush and forget. When you're in the municipality, like if you're connected to Central Sewer, a lot of people just flush and forget. Mm. Those flushable wipes I don't do are those. not good because uh, they are not flushable. I'm going to just tell no. you that. They do not disintegrate and at they say all. flushable wipes right there yeah. on the on the package. Like yes. In big letters, flushable wipes. Yeah. But they're not really. <laughs> they're not. And they're not good for yeah. your septic systems at all. I mean, so. you could flush anything. You know, you could, you could you could wear flushable socks. You know, that doesn't mean they're good for the septic system, I guess, right? No. I wonder how many yeah. lawsuits they've gotten. And I'm know? sure the pumpers do not appreciate that when they go pump out your tanks. So, Divers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh die, yeah. yes. Cell I've seen phones. some crazy stuff. Yeah. Because, um, you know, one of our um, part of our job that we do is we deal with tank abandonment. So um, we've worked on several prop, um, uh, projects with um, the city of Kerrville and the city of Ingram. And now we're working on the East Kerr County Wastewater Project where we're um, connecting these homes to Central Sewer. And so um, we go and oversee all the tanks, making sure that they're properly pumped and then they have to be crushed. And so we're on site while they're crushing them. Some of the things I've seen inside these tanks, like a bicycle. What? Uh, it's just what? like random. I was just like, how did that get in there? It's just bi- <laughs> bicycle. And then. What you did know, you eat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Sorry, really, I'm... really. No, you're fine. It's it's really, really serious. Um, and, you know, for example, a couple of years ago, there was a, a story that made um, hit the news Across the state of Texas, there was a little girl at an RV park. She was two years old, and she drowned in a septic tank. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was horrible. And so I really take that seriously. I take what we do seriously, and I hope others will, too, whenever they realize that, you know, the importance of their septic system and making sure that they maintain it. It's and essential. Yeah, yeah, it is. And that their their risers, their inspection ports are, you know, sealed and, and uh, 
not going to allow any type of unauthorized uh, entry. So that was that was really sad to hear. Wow, man, that just it puts a different perspective. It on, does on all of it. You know, it does. We were making jokes and everything, but <laughs> it's not. It's it, it can be very serious. Yeah, yeah. you it, save lives. We can. I guarantee yeah. you, you have. Yeah. Uh, in many different ways, you know, health ways, disease ways, you know, safety ways, child safety. I mean, mm. yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of different ways lives are saved because of this. It's a very important to, to have uh, the Kerr County Environmental Health Department. And, uh, you know, if personally, I, and, and I probably can't speak for everybody, but I would think that the only reason you would ever have an issue with the Kerr County Environmental Health Department would be, if you weren't doing something right, mm. I mean, they're, I mean, right. I mean, Ashley, people is, know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we, uh, we have a great working relationship with our, um, with our professionals that we deal with regularly, our installers, our designers. Um, and we, and we work really well with homeowners. I haven't really had too much problems out there with the public. Um, and then we also work closely with our different agencies and our allies, like UGRA, Upper Guadalupe River Authority, yeah, yeah. Um, Headwater Groundwater Conservation, um, TCQ, to name a few, and then some other interdepartment uh, agencies as well. Mm. So. so, all right. So uh, we are kind of. I gotta. I gotta go hold a sign in front of the radio station for. <laughs> I gotta go take I, some pictures. I. Uh, <laughs> I gotta get back to work. I gotta yeah. go do inspection. Well, Ash- Ashley, I, I do want to say uh, that we are extremely grateful for you taking the time to come mm-hmm. in here and explain all this stuff to us this morning. Uh, great guests and great podcast, and uh, just very good to meet you and uh, find out about what you guys do over there. I mean, that's that's amazing what you do. So, well, uh, I appreciate y'all having us on. I think it's really important that you know to educate the public so they understand that we're here for them. We, you know, we want to serve them. We're not here to. You know, we just we just want to protect them and and their the human health and the environment. So you know, we're absolutely we're here for them. come back on. Oh, yeah, come absolutely. On. Um, I wanted to let everybody know and let you know too that I respect your position and you. and I know we were adding a little comic relief in there, but you know, nothing but respect to you, Thank the you. county, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, your your what you do is just so important and when vital. You, when you talked about that two year old little girl. That hit home. Uh, tell me about it. I cried. I was so sad. And I keep that uh, article oh. posted in my front lobby. So when people come in, they can see, you know, how important this is. And vital. Yes. Yeah. Very vital. Let her not be yeah. forgotten, you know. No. I yeah. just, you know. Anyway. Yeah. My son was two years old when that happened. And I just. Yeah. That really. Yeah, yeah. I bawled in tears when I read that. So. But yes. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much thank for having you. me. And y'all are doing a great job. I really thank love you. what y'all are doing here. Y'all, it's very unique, and you know, I think it's helping to uh, inform the public. You know what what we're what we're all about in Kerr County, and and so I think it's going to bring some unity. So I love it. Thank awesome. y'all. That's a great thing to hear. Thank you yeah. so much, Ashley. Thank means you, a lot. Ashley. All right, uh, KerrvillePodcast.com is the web address. You can also get the audio version of the podcast on all major podcast distributors and uh you can get the video on youtube and you can also keep up to date on our facebook page it's the kerrville podcast facebook page you got anything else real quick before we get out of here john just thank y'all thank y'all for listening actually thank you for yeah, listening thank you so thank much you, Ashley. Thank, thank you john yeah <laughs> you're awesome yeah. thank you all right. all right that's gonna go ahead and do it for episode number 62 of the kerrville podcast yeah. we will be back on tuesday with the next